Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Den Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. Today is the day, January 12th. Uh, Sony's El Muerte could have been coming out today in a different universe. <laughs> uh, but no, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about uh, Marvel... What are they called? Spotlights? Marvel um, Spotlights. Uh, Marvel's, Marvel's Echo. Marvel Spotlight's Echo, uh, all five episodes dropped this past Tuesday in this uh, miniseries, and uh, we're here for it. We're here for it, but we will yeah. get to that later. We will get to that later. With me, with is Dennis. I don't know if I introduced you or not. You did. You did. You introduced okay. me. I'm just, I'm just setting the expectations as usual. That we're gonna, we're gonna chit chat for a little bit, and then, and then you know, you'll, you'll show us some random hilarious uh superhero centered news that that you've gathered for us to discuss there's some um, stuff to speak i like to not look at the news beforehand so that i can be surprised when you show me stuff or i can correct you when i see stuff that is clearly not correct um and uh yeah and then after that we'll uh we'll eventually get to talking about it. <laughs> that's that's how that's our show that's how we do this guys and if you like this you know, if you liked any of the episodes before, this is episode 119. Um, but, you know, there's 118 of them to go back and watch. And if you like them, feel free to comment in them and, and subscribe. And same goes for here, too. We appreciate it. I just realized you put Echo Season 1 as a title. It's, it's pretty ambitious. Well, I mean, it is Season 1. We're talking about the whole season. You know? That's fair. I could have like said Echo series, Echo one through five. I could have said that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like we, like I said, we can get into that more later. But it, you know, whether or not they choose to do another season, uh, it's 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 season one for sure. It's that's what it is. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. Before we get to that, though, we always talk about what we're up to. Um, I promise I won't talk about Godzilla. Um, it ended this week. You mean Monarch ended this week? Monarch ended this week, aka the Godzilla show. You always call it Godzilla. It's so funny. Um, I guess, yeah. Um, I will watch it one day when I re-up my Apple. I hear for him all for all mankind's got all the the episodes up now, so mm-hmm. I'm more I'm more interested in re-upping soon. But. I, um, I just rewatched or we started watching um, After Party, the second season. Oh, there's a second season? There's a second season. I think I it, knew that. It doesn't hit the same off the bat. Okay. Okay. I don't All know. Right. We'll probably chug we'll through it. How are you? What are you, what are you watching? Oh, I finally got around to watching Star Trek Strange New World season two. Um, and I gotta say, like as a longtime Star Trek fan, um, that show hit a home run every se- every episode. Does that have like, the crossover episode with Lower Decks? Yes, and it is amazing. It was probably my favorite episode of the season, um, but there was a lot of of really excellent episodes that all made me feel 
the joy and optimism of of uh, Star Trek and Gene Roddenberry's Gene Roddenberry's vision for the future of humanity. It's it's a it's a great show. Just you can jump in on any one episode and just watch it by itself, or you know you can you can watch the whole thing to get like the little character you know like moments and arcs that they have going on. That's what I love about Star Trek is is it's it's a very easy entry point for everybody you know like mm-hmm. like they're all just fun they're like twilight zone but with you know a spaceship it's that's that's what every episode is like that's literally what they are so they do they do have a lot of fun this season they do uh they do one where they land on a planet and the planet starts making them forget who they are and that's not good that's that's not you don't want to be on that planet because you know how do you get out mm-hmm. of that jam uh, they have another one where they mess with some subspace rays and blah, blah, blah. They accidentally turn the entire uh, universe into a musical for a good oh. hour hour long. How convenient. It's it's pretty funny. When you see Klingons rapping, dude, like that's it's that's gold. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really good. And then, yeah, they do um, they do several time travel episodes in one in one season. Uh, one of which is Boimler from the the Lower Decks accidentally activates a time machine that they discover, and it sends him back to the past to meet the crew of um, of the uh, Enterprise. And it's hilarious. And I should clarify that show starts with the animated version. Of, oh, that's pretty cool. It starts with the Lower Decks, and when he passes through the time machine it spits them out into live action world. You know what I mean? Um, but that show is set in the same continuity, right? Sure. Cause like the Abrams verse is different, but still connected now. Uh, well, it's never been clear if the shows are actually in the Abrams verse, but or they're also, or their own, but the mm-hmm. shows are all in their own, their own continuity. Okay. And they, they try not to contradict um, the stuff that happened in the older TV shows as well. Mostly, mostly. Yeah. But like the, the whole point of enterprise is I believe when the original Star Trek aired in the sixties or fifties, I think it was mm-hmm. um, the Shatner was not their first go to their first their first uh, captain like they fired the guy the first captain after a few episodes because i don't know like either the studio didn't like him or the or the, or the audience didn't like him, whatever they fired him and brought in and brought in uh captain kirk or something to that effect i could be i could be nerd explaining that incorrectly but i know that captain pike was the original pilot or captain of the of the enterprise mm-hmm. and so this show like tries to bring back the spirit of, of that and, and like tell you all the the stories of Captain Pike and his Enterprise crew before Captain Kirk takes over. Okay. Um, and so it, it predates, you know, the original series by a few minutes, you know, or a few hours, a few, a few years or whatever, however, however many you know. But it's it's an amazing show. Like if you've never liked Star Trek before, I still recommend it because it's it's just really, it's just really like Star, good Trek. Star Trek. I just, it's hard to get into. I feel. Yeah, that show is super good. The only problem with that show is that they, 
did a soft launch of it. So they actually like they they actually used a few episodes of Star Trek Discovery to like piggyback. Oh, uh, like yeah, backdoor pilot. Yeah, it was a backdoor pilot, and so you had you got to meet Pike and some of his other crew and Spock on Discovery first before they got their own show. And so, like, I would be like, I, I almost feel like you're, you're supposed to watch those beforehand, but then I'm like, nah, don't, because Discovery gets on my nerves. It's it's too much. But our good friend, who I had a feeling would be here, Joel Benjamin, apparently <laughs> apparently also thinks it's really good. Welcome, Joel, for being here again. Um, yeah, but like he said, it's really good. It's really good. I, I don't I don't know why he's saying you don't. I think uh, maybe he you don't welcome him. Oh, but okay. anyone I, else is always welcome, welcome on, this, on the show. I don't. Welcome <laughs> um, How yeah. is uh, Lego Fortnite? I've dropped off. I'm just a nomad in that world, in your world. Honestly, it's getting really slow to load. Um, oh, is it your your? He's saying you don't have to watch Discovery. No. Yeah, I I feel like that's probably true because it's it's charming enough on its own. You just get a little. I agree. That show does suck. Uh, thank you for why are we in agreement today? This is a little weird. I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little off on that. Um, but yeah, uh, Fortnite uh, Lego the you the users have dropped off significantly. I don't know if you've seen, but nowadays it's it's like. It's like a hundred thousand people, um, like playing it. Back to even I guess so. Yeah, but no, I guess uh, the complexity of the stuff that we've all been building there is getting a little out of control. So it takes about a good two minutes to load into my world when I when I boot it up. That's it's, the uh, power of PlayStation. It's chugging. It's chugging. Yeah, um, but you know, it's fun. I built. I built the castle. I go kill monsters. I I don't play it as often as I was for a while, um, but I do. I just like that it's there. You know, it's a very chill experience. Versus mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes I want to shoot people with the, with you know and 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 get a victory royale. Sometimes I just want to put Lego pieces together, and so I like that that game offers me both experiences. So it's pretty cool. What about you? What have you been playing? If you haven't been playing that, um. Madden sports. Uh but I finally I I've never so I buy the game every year. Um just because it's really the thing to do. I know because you get updated rosters, that's why. Like you're in the sports sports uh game space, you you're paying for the roster. Yeah, but there is no reason other than charging you more money yeah. that they that they couldn't just upload the new roster. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You're you're not wrong, but uh you know I pay my Pay my tax every year. Um, I actually wish they would make it like a free to play model, and then you just buy like a roster battle pass every year. That'd be a, a better way to maybe do it. Um, More eco friendly because you don't have to sell discs every year. Yeah, but I started doing their card collecting thing in the game, and I had like forty packs of that I've earned throughout the years, mm -hmm. and uh, that was kind of fun. It almost tempted me to crack open my wallet to get a no pack, <laughs> but I did not. I stuck with my uh, my pre-programmed garbage team, um, and they'll be mine for uh, the next couple months. 
Nice. Well, that's it. Not much. Not much in the gaming space for me. Some more Snap. Um, but I, I got Infinite yesterday. Have you ever gotten Infinite? I never got Infinite. I think eighty two was the highest I've ever gotten. Mm, I see. I have. I I've got. I have gotten Infinite every month since. I don't know the third month, but I think it's been a year now. It's been a full year that I've been I've gotten infinite. Too much month. time. I feel like it's a big time sink. I mean, I'm done now. Well, so once like, once you get there, right, and you stop, you start at fifty the next season, right? No, I start at seventy. Okay, even so, yeah, it's not a you got to. It's the climb. Nah, it's not. Up. It's pretty. Fa- it's pretty fast. No, it's but that's what fast. I'm saying. Like, like. At the end of each season, I go back down to like the twenties or thirties. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, so, yeah. That's 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 why you have to park at a hundred so that it's easier. Every time. <laughs> like my my ba- that's why I usually infinite in the first week of every season. So you uh, don't like, have to play the game anymore. So I don't have to play it on its schedule. You know what I mean? So that I can oh, just play fair. it. So I can play it leisurely whenever I feel like it. You know, that's 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 why I do it. Um, but I still love the game. It's just sometimes it feels like a bit of a, of a time. It wants my time and I don't want to give it my time. I know it's yeah. called the time sink, but, um, but you know, they're short games, but I still, I still, I, I, yeah, I have this compulsion to get infinite every time. That's my thing. Oh, I, uh, I bought a comic. That's the, that's, I bought a comic book. Uh, I bought the new Spider-Man. I've not read it. Which, but, uh, which new the, Spider-Man? The new Ultimate Spider-Man. The new, the new oh, Ultimate. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Coworker. Cool. Since I am the now the the Marvel guy at work, um, someone's like, "Did you read the new Spider-Man?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. You read comics?" He's like, "Yeah, it's really good." And then uh, on my lunch, I went to my local comic book store, uh, which is partly down the street, and grabbed it. So I feel cool for buying uh, buying comics this week. Did you read it? No, it's, I, I'm probably going to send it in to get graded. It, it's the number one. <laughs> it's a number one. You didn't read it. Uh, I'm going to buy another one. I'm going to buy another one. Well, if it's any consolation, um, I read a comic today. Uh, I actually... I went back to read Echo uh, when, when she... The first appearance of her, because I wanted to prepare for the show tonight. Uh, because like, uh, I know I don't talk about her a lot, but like the daredevil universe, like is something mm-hmm. that I discovered, I discovered way too late in life. And when I discovered it, I latched onto it like a freaking parasite. Um, I love everything about it. And the echo comes from that universe. Um, and that's why, uh, I was super excited to watch the show. And that's why I was super excited for her to appear in Hawkeye. Uh, so yeah, I I did the due diligence just like I did for Mar- uh, Moon Knight. I didn't go as crazy as I did for Moon Knight. Moon Knight, my dumbass read every single Moon Knight number one there was, and that was a lot of of insanity. Literally, that was a lot of insanity. That was too much insanity and too many reboots uh, and 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 uh, revisions of of his story uh, for all for me to take in one day. But I did go back and reread the Daredevil comic where she first appears. So I'm ready. I'm ready when we get there. To, to, well, you're to ready. ready. I think I'm ready uh, to All move right. on to some. 
So I got three things on the dock today. Uh, coincidentally, they're all three uh, costume updates, costume reveals, a little in between. Um, so let's let's just get right into it. Take a guess. Costume who, updates. Who this guy is? We have a new update on the mainline uh, Ghost Rider coming to the comics. I'm gonna guess that's the Hood as Ghost Rider. Ding, ding, ding! The Hood is uh, going to be the uh, next Ghost Rider in Ghost Rider Ghost Rider Final Vengeance. Okay. He has a, a cool new Ghost Rider costume with, uh, you guessed it, a hood. And uh, he sports uh, two pistols. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a demon on his back. So is he double dipping? Is he like possessed by two demons now? Like, the hood is a demon, right? Yeah. Yeah, the hood's a demon. I'm pretty sure. The actual then, for context, the, the physical hood that he has is, is a possessed, demon, not... it, it, it has this. I think it has the spirit of a demon in it. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then the ghost rider to be ghost rider is to be possessed by the spirit of vengeance, aka Zarathos, which is another spirit or demon, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, that's okay. a lot. Zarathos is the is the spirit of vengeance. Yes. A lot of demons on this dude. I know it's a lot. I feel like I'll have to go read up on this and, and figure <laughs> out, figure out how this is working. But, um, well, interesting. Let me get another one. Let's go. We got our first oh, look, boy. uh, uh, the upcoming Madam web movie coming out about a month from now, uh, February 14th. We got to look at the costumes. We got to look at Madam web, uh Anya Corson, right? Uh can't remember yeah. the other two names. Maddie Maddie Franklin. Uh Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew, yes. And right, uh, or is Jessica Drew Madam Webb? And no, Jessica Drew's uh Spider Woman. Jessica Drew is is Spider Woman, and then Julia Carpenter is um Probably Madam Web. Yeah, I'm going to guess. I think Madam Web is Julia Carpenter, which is weird because that's actually the second Madam Web. It's fine. It's fine. They all look like poop. There you go. <laughs> that's, 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 what are um, you, I've, I, you're showing this to me. I, it looks terrible. Um, it's, it's CW adjacent. Um, oh, I think that's, that's, that's a good way to describe the costumes. Um, I, they look so bad. They look they, a little bad. They look bad, dude. They look they look really bad. Anya is going to be the next uh, Hawk Girl, or I guess Hawk Girl in the uh, in the Superman movie. Fun fact. Okay. Okay. So we'll be seeing She'll... her a couple of years. Yeah, I hope so. I hope this experience doesn't taint her from that. And because, <laughs> hey man, I've seen like, I've seen we've seen actors do Sony movies and then get and get a chance somewhere else, right? Like, I we, I mean, Jerry Leto's still actively working. Um, uh, no, 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 I, no, I meant, I meant in another superhero movie. 
I, oh, I feel um, like I feel like it's happened. Well, I feel like she's already signed off for Superman. So, yeah, no, I know. I'm saying, sorry, I meant in another superhero story. Like besides, like they've gone on from. We've seen other actors do it, right? Do a Sony movie and then go on and do something else better. Or am I thinking of Fox? I think because we've seen, we've definitely seen some people do the Fox movies and then make their way over to Marvel. Lot, yeah, lots, like, like lots. Michael, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, Chris Evans, Chris Evans, Chris Evans. Uh, I'll say Miles Teller, but he hasn't he hasn't made the jump yet. Um, no, people people cross over. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if anybody ever does a Sony superhero movie and then goes on to do Tom Hardy better ones better ones you haven't seen Venom too so you can't you can't quantify if it's better than a, than a no way home um I can I'm fairly <laughs> certain I can like you that's dumb that's you that's dumb you're 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 telling me I can't tell you that no way home is a better movie. Wait, is it No Way Home? It is No Way Home, right? Yeah, he's in No Way Home. He's yeah. the second post credits in No Way Home. Oh, we're talking about No Way Home. Sorry, uh, I'm thinking of. Uh, is it Far, Far from, from Home? Sorry, he he. Yeah, he's sorry. He's the second post credits for Far from Home. No Way Home's the last one. Yes, No Way Home's okay, the last sorry, one. Sorry, sorry. He's also in that one. Tom Hardy's in No Way Home. Yeah. Because he goes back. At the, at the very end, he goes back to his universe. He gets stuck back in. Oh, does he? I don't remember that part. It's been a while since I've watched that movie. Yeah, and then like a little piece of Venom stays in the uh, MCU. Oh, that's right. Okay, I mm -hmm. gotcha. Weird. Cool, I guess. Weird. Okay. Cool, right. so, I guess. So... So you got me, you gave me two costume changes or whatever costume shots so far. Do you have a third one that I'm actually going to be? I do have a third about? one. I think you're entertained. It's from a show that's coming up. Okay. Um, it's it's just the teasiest of teases. This came out hot off the press a couple hours ago. Wonder Man uh, started filming. <laughs> uh, hey, back in Hollywood. Good. And so a photo from the set uh, came out earlier today, and it's basically like a black silhouette standee yeah. of what you can presume to be Yaya, uh, Wonder Man. What is it? Simon? Simon Williams. Simon, Simon Williams. But there's a glowing red W on its on his chest. Uh, so Yeah, it kind of um, looks, like, kinda look. looks like, like the Venom logo you know what i mean well, i'll say whataburger fast food um if you grew up in well, the I meant, south i meant the, the way sure i meant the, the way, way it angles the way it's black and stuff you know like it's cool um all right i'm down it's I'm happening so this one was kind I, of on I, ice for a minute i'm um, i'm very happy that we're, we're finally getting here because like that was my other weird uh gripe that i gave you uh the other day about echo is I, I feel weird. I like. I'm all for the inclusivity. I'm all for the representation. the representation. I love those things. I love. I love seeing that. But it's weird to me as a Marvel fan that we have characters like like Wonder Man that have still not seen the light of day 
Meanwhile, we're getting Miss Marvel, Echo, and like Kate Bishop as characters showing up in this universe. And it's it's strange to me because like, you know, you have so many Avengers to still pull on uh, or to pull from. And uh, I'm glad we're, we're doing this. We're getting we're getting into the more of the West Coast Avengers. That's what we need. We need Do all you think this show comes out before or after Ironheart? Uh, I don't know when Ironheart comes out, but I I do hope this mo- this show comes out before Avengers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it would it would have to. I would assume so. Right, it needs to. Like, I just want I want so many Avengers to show up in the next Avenger movie. Like, that's kind of how Avengers comics like events are. Is they just keep getting bigger and bigger, like with more and more characters, to the point where you just can't keep track of them. And that's that's just what I want. You know uh what were you asking like i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out like oh because the the iron heart show is done basically so is agatha Uh, but agatha's later this year but iron heart's been on ice i mean it's circling back to the hood um but it's kind of cool to see him pick back up on this i just want to put this out there for anybody at marvel that's watching as usual um if you guys like you know, are trying to decide on these shows that you want to make. Um, I think a really good test is uh, go to the toy stores. Go to the the, the toy aisles of your local Target or Walmart or whatever. And I dare you to go there and count how many Agatha toys are on that, on the rack. (laughs) Uh, I will tell you that I was at Target two days ago and the only toys on the rack were Agatha. So many Agathas. Like it's like, do you understand that that store can't order more toys until they get rid of their stock Agathas? You know what I mean? It's so many Agathas. Why are we making shows about characters like Agatha? I don't I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Like I wouldn't go buy an Agatha comic if it if 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 that was an option to me. So like I would I mean, but it sounds like we're getting getting a Mephisto and an Agatha. Dude. Aubrey Plaza is gonna be an Agatha. Here's the thing. You're gonna have an Aubrey Plaza Legends soon. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I used to say all the time that a villain or sorry, a hero. Is only as good as their villain. But I think if you're choosing villains to be the primary draw of your story, and you're you're instead you're taking s- heroes that don't really match up to them, it's doing both a disservice, right? So like, and we'll get into that in a little while with Echo. But that's like it's weird to me. Like like, why is Mephisto the the, the antagonist of of Agatha, like I don't I just don't get he's, it. He's the devil. He's the... Yeah, but why isn't why aren't we seeing the devil go against a character that we are more invested in that we care about more? Like I don't know, Daredevil. Like, <laughs> do you know how much it offends the devil that that Daredevil takes his name? And goes around dressed like a little red devil, and like it's he's quite he's quite upset by that. It's pretty funny. 
Um, I'm just saying, I've seen fun interactions with characters like that. Whereas, like, if you just do, like, it's, hey, hey, you want to go watch this show about Agatha Harkness versus the devil? I don't know, man. That doesn't, like, it doesn't, it doesn't sound cool to me. You're so spoiled. We're Am so I spoiled. spoiled. We're Am all spoiled. spoiled. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting no, all cool no, shows. I'll take I, but, the cool show. But I don't, so here's the thing. I don't think that it's a spoiled thing because take this back. Rewind it all the way back. What if we didn't have the MCU, but we were still waiting for Marvel to give us content, right? Like the only things that we'd ever had are Blade and Spider-Man and and and, mm-hmm. and, and X-Men. Like if say we're back there again, right? And then they come and say, all right, guys, I know you've been waiting for us to, to put out something and we're ready. It's called Agatha, and it's about this character, Agatha Harkness, and her struggles against Mephisto. And we would be like, why? Why, why this? Like, so let, why- me, let me put some context to that. We as in comic book fans, but I would argue that's a similar boat that Blade was in to everyone else. Like, who's, who's this guy? Yes, but Blade wasn't battling the devil it was battling dracula no that's the third movie bro (laughs) that's the third movie like that's you build up to something like that that's what i'm saying like why make blade fight against a villain that is cooler than blade like no you want to make blade cool in that movie so i just yeah that's it's it's just it's just an ass backwards way of 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 getting us to even remotely care about a character that we shouldn't care about. Like Agatha is not somebody that I want more of. Like I, she, she was fine in that show. Like, but I, I just don't need that character. I don't need, I don't need more Darcy. You know what I mean? I don't need, I don't, I honestly don't need more Jimmy Woo either. You know what I mean? Like, these like I like the only one that they've managed to convince me that I need more of is Sharon Carter, like or sorry Peggy. I mean Peggy Carter. Uh, I don't even need more Sharon. Like I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over the Sharon. power broker now, right? Yeah, she's the power broker. You know what I mean? Like I just, I don't, I don't want to be spending my time on the characters that don't have their own comics. That's what I'm saying. You know? Does that make sense? In a weird way, it does. But. Yeah. Like, we have a finite... Like, the difference between the MCU and comic books is we have a finite amount of time that we can get these actors into these costumes and get them all playing together before they start dying or getting me too or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's just... There's a limited amount of time, and so you want to see all the toys playing together as fast as possible. So it's it's frustrating when we're seeing time fillers. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like, because do you think that Agatha and Mephisto is going to play out to be one of the main storylines going on in the rest of the, the MCU? Um, I think having a Mephisto makes the Red Hood Ironheart show more interesting, knowing that that you so so the way i see it but he, is but he's not going to be the devil he's not going to be building towards 
uh, new Thanos, right? Uh, with a Kang. Obviously, that's a little weird right now, but Kang is is a new uh, universal threat. After Echo, we now we have Kingpin, who is they're very clearly building towards the the New York street level threat. We're sad so there. That's so where I would to go. I would say you know it'd be cool to have the magic the magic people threat the the mystical people threat. But that's the problem: is Mephisto technically isn't just the magic people threat. He's the devil. Like he's yeah, that's what I'm saying, but when you get he's, the devil, he's the, you he's get the every is the everybody's threat. You know he opens I mean? the doors for more cool heroes to fight him alongside Agatha. I'm so why not open the door for him in a Doctor Strange movie? Or or you don't know, we're getting another one of those. It could be him. I'm just saying I'm I'm commenting on the information you're giving me, okay. So if you're now reporting that Mephisto is going to show up in Doctor Strange three, <laughs> he could. I'm, I don't know, but I'm saying that you're, I'm more you're, you're making judgment on 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 stuff that's, we don't. Know. That's because you asked me to do that. <laughs> but I know you want me to make these judgments. If you, if you don't want me to talk about the news you present, I won't. I won't do it. It's fine. Um, I don't want you to talk about the news I present anymore. But I okay. do want you to talk about uh, this week's spotlight. I still owe you a super cut of last year. I'll get it to you one day. <laughs> Your best segues. Um, are we talking about Echo now? We're talking about Echo. Marvel's Echo uh, debuting this past uh, Tuesday, January 9th. Uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time. All five episodes dropping at once. Uh, let's start there. Did you? You didn't binge it. I, I sat through all five. Um, spoiler! Spoiler warning! Spoiler warning! Because they're all they're about half an hour ish long each of them. So you can, you can crank crank through in about three and a half hours. I stretched it out over the course of the week. Uh, my wife, I was respect. I was being respectful, respectful of her and. She kind of wanted to space them out because, like, she likes to like let them absorb and like think about what she just saw and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, we were doing one or two a day instead of all five of them all at once. So, um, yeah, I finished it yesterday, and uh, and I was kind of meh. I was kind of meh on the experience, and I think I have a lot of reasons that I can go into as to why. But I'm just curious. From you're you're not somebody very familiar with Echo outside of Hawkeye, right? Nope. Yeah. And so the experience was it was cool. I liked it. It's um, you know, I take I take the MCU in the uh linear fashion it is presented to us. So if the whole thing was a roller coaster, I think we're uh I guess that's a bad analogy. Um the line, the neutral line went up from where it was previously. How about that? We're trending in a positive direction. So you're saying better than the Marvels or better, better than, than what the if. Marvels better, better than, than what, than what if. if. Yes. Hmm. I don't. I don't know that it was better than what if, but um, it was better than the Marvels, probably. I don't know. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's uh. 
It was a very, for execution aside, it's a very original story. Um, it's a very personal story to Maya, to Echo. And it's, it's uh, the consequences or the scope of it's um, appropriate. She's dealing with some family stuff back home. And some of her past life comes home with her. She's not saving the country. She's not saving the president. Not uh, trying to stop the universe from collapsing. She's just taking care of. She's not even trying to save people. She's trying to kill people. She's just taking care of her business. Yeah. And that that's cool. That's a, a take I don't think we've gotten in a long time in, in any of these stories. Um it it reminded me a lot of the Punisher. Um which is now the, canon. Yeah, it was always canon to me. I don't know why. They made it official. How did they make the Punisher official? If you go on Disney Plus, you can sort the MCU by uh by its timeline. Oh, and they added cast, all. Of the they shows. added. They added all of them in. Yeah, all of the shows, including Iron Fist, including Iron Fist. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, so okay, yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's like <laughs> you keep it's like it's like the Punisher. It's like the Punisher. Um, I think I think uh, it reminds me a lot of the Punisher because that's what Frank was trying to do, at least, especially in the first season, right? He was just like visiting a town and then like some bad news showed up and he had to deal with that, those problems. And, and then uh, I think the second season is him going after those people or the problems and stuff. So it's a little bit of mix of both, right? Like she's just trying to, trying to give you small town, small town vibes, but also, you know, the, the, the imposing nature of Wilson Fisk and his, his New York crew, um, you know, they're, they're fun. They're the, the build, the villains are super cool in this show. I have no problem with everybody. That's like the antagonist. Um, I think for me, when you hear that negativity in my, in my tone and stuff, it's because, like I said earlier, like I love this comic that she came from. Um, it's a really beautiful comic. It's painted by David Mack. Like he paints, he paints them in watercolor and stuff. Uh, very beautiful. Uh, they try to do something different where they show you the world through Echo's eyes, and you see like words are presented differently instead of comic book bubbles. They're they're just running sentences that run and wrap around the images in the comic, and it's a very very artsy thing to to see the the world of echo in the comic books and i was just really kind of hoping for something to that effect and so when the show started with these blue alien uh people that became the bakta i was like okay all right what 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 kind of acid trip are we staring at you know and as it as the story played out more and more i was like Okay, okay, so she maybe like sees she sees visions of her her, her past lives. Like, I don't know that I I dislike that. That's kind of cool. All right, cool, cool, cool. Keep going. And then eventually in one scene, she gets her leg trapped in a train, like tra- like a train, two trains like pin her prosthetic leg down. Mm-hmm. And she gets visited by her ancestors 
and all of a sudden she has the superpower to push a train off of her leg. And that right there is where the show completely lost me. And I couldn't come back from it all fully. Like I still kept watching to enjoy Wilson Fisk and I wanted to see where his story continued after the show. But um, I was pieced out at that point because like, it, you don't understand. Like to me, I loved Echo because she was like the Punisher. Well, she didn't have powers. You know what I mean? Okay. She- that's all I was going to get to. Let's what she doesn't have powers. But what else? What are the kind she, of the big different she, differences? She technically has an ability. Okay, so her thing is like they they test her as a young child, uh, and they ended up after they saw some behaviors, they put her into school. By they, I mean Wilson Fisk put her into a school for prodigies because they learned that she's a prodigy because even though she's deaf, um, and and you know she's got that limiting thing going on for her. She feels the vibrations, you know, like of, of, of things on, you know, like noise. She feels them when she touches like things that are making noise and stuff like that. And um, she, she she ends up uh, seeing a piano player perform and she can feel the vibrations. She goes up to the piano, puts her hand on the piano and just enjoys the echo of the piano. Right. The feeling of the, mm-hmm. the feeling of the sounds, you know. And while she's watching him, she's fascinated and she's studying his 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 fingers as she, as he makes these vibrations. And then afterwards, she sits down and perfectly plays the same song that he played. She has Taskmaster's ability. That is her ability in the comics. She can recreate. They call it photographic reflexes. She can recreate any movement, a complex movement, after watching it with her own eyes. And when Kingpin realizes that she can do that, that's when he starts putting her in a lot of different schools and training because he now has a secret weapon that he one day will unleash on Daredevil. And when he does, like, dude, don't like, he not only has he, like, he trained her in a lot of things. Like, you know, like combat, ballet, all kinds of stuff. He made that girl watch videos, home home videos of Daredevil and Bullseye fighting. He wanted her to be like the super ultimate Daredevil killer, basically. And so for me, that's her lore. That's her story, right? And I was willing to forgive the Hawkeye-ness of it, you know, because I was like, okay, it's not, she's not like bred to be the daredevil killer and stuff like that. But like, I was still waiting for something more than just, she's a tough girl that, that has a cool leg to kick people with. And like, you know what I mean? And so I was expecting her to kind of lean more into the power that I was familiar with from the comics. But instead, she went full on superhuman and it just it made it sad for me because I like it made it a mixed message because I think Daredevil's already not the greatest uh, ambassador for disabled super superpowered characters. Right. Because like he full on cheats. Right. Like he he's blind, but he's blind, but not blind. Right. Like he's like you can you, you could you could have that argument all day, but it's like. 
it's 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 kind of like how he, professor he, X is, he doesn't need the cane is that a better way to put it he doesn't need the cane yes it's just like professor x in the x-men movies how oh as long as he suppresses his psychic abilities he can walk right like that that's some bullshit man like that's not that's not a cool way to represent disabled people right and so what i was really digging about echo from the hawkeye show was she is just this deaf person that you should not underestimate because she will seriously kick your ass just on her own abilities mm -hmm. alone right and that is why i was so impressed with her in that show and then when this show gave her superpowers i was like what are we doing here like what are we doing like what why why did she need those and so that it's hard for me like i like i i so i am curious about people who watch it who don't have that baggage that i have right like but for me like the baggage comes from two places one from being disabled and just wanting to see uh badass disabled characters and two for as somebody who's a fan of the character of the comics seeing her complete power set like thrown out the window just so that i don't know i'm not sure why why she needed ancestor powers but and it feels weird to me like that there's not more people well, doing that let's let's well they they explain that part by she is part of like the lineage of the first the first woman um i know the first shock but, but the first shock but for for more similarities or differences in the comics maya is not native american in the comics she is she's cheyenne Okay, she, so she's shining in the comics, mm -hmm. and then the leg. No she's leg. She's not. She's no. That's she, because they they cast Alakwa Cox, and yes. and I think, and I think uh, Alakwa comes with the leg, obviously. But I I think the more and more I see this, and like, and this is not meant to sound bad or negative out of context, but I feel like sometimes Disney's trying to. They're trying to check a lot of boxes as fast as they can and mm -hmm. so i think i think they were excited to get a native american and disabled character two in one you know and i feel like that's what the show ended up struggling with is it some of the time it wanted to tell a story about her disability some of the time it really wanted to have a great amount of representation and native americans but no at no time did i feel like there was a fusion between those two things you know what i mean like like it didn't like it felt like some scenes were meant for this some scenes were meant for that and that's i think the what made it weird for me because like we could have just focused more on one than the other and let and let the other one come out organically does that make sense like what i'm saying like yeah you're he's She's two separate circles as opposed to a Venn diagram of two two different uh different yeah. uh identity word, but you know what I mean, like traits. In, in, two in, traits. In, yeah, yeah. In some scenes it's strictly focused on the Native American aspect of a character, and mm -hmm. others it's focused strictly on her disability. But yeah. there's there's few parts in between. I don't I'm and not then, and I then disagree had, with you. And, and then you had I, to double, I, and, but then you had to double down on disability, right? Because they, 
we're 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 playing with two different disabilities. Yeah. Right? Like and and it's like there's a lot going on. And I'm not saying people aren't allowed to have two different two, two disabilities. Uh that's obviously a very common thing for people out there in the world. I'm just saying like pick a lane, Marvel, because there's too much going on in the show and you're only giving us five episodes. I felt like this show needed way more. It needed way more. Like like let's let's run down the list of characters. Like, what can you tell me about Bonnie? She's a firefighter, so I'm assuming she has a good heart for her community. Um, no, I okay. I I, I, I don't I like the length. I don't want to knock it on the length. Your complaint though is something I I seen a lot where people. This is like one of the first shows where people are like, yeah, let's make it longer. Um, if anything, I would have maybe tried to tie this up, and I think this could have been a movie. Now, um, you know, trim a little bits here and there, reorganize the story, but I think it definitely could have been because I don't think it's a fault, but the first episode is basically recap. Like the first half of the episode for sure, or the first half of the first episode is a clip show that's really poorly edited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then like the clip show that sometimes fills in new clips that you never saw before. So like the, the, the moment when Daredevil you know, comes into the room and ends up fighting uh, Echo. I was like, thank you. Thank you, show, for giving me this. Um, But at the same time, I was like, oh, this means he's not coming back in the show, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, And I I felt that. Have you watched uh, Nothing to See Here on Netflix? Uh, Which one's Nothing to See Here? Sorry. It's a Spanish show um, about a disabled comedian. He's blind, and his friend, uh, I think he has some form of cerebral palsy, Uh, but it's it's all in Spanish, and it's kind of, uh, I think it would be more or less what you're looking for, where there, it's, you get that better mix, you know, of, of. uh, Oh, about his culture and his disability fusing. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, now that said, like. I don't mean that. I don't mean to heart like, oh, so one, I, I, my point I was trying to make is like, I feel like Bonnie was not a real character. I feel like Biscuits was not a real character. I feel like uh, Grandma was closer to a real character and Grandpa and Uncle Henry was an amazing character that I wanted so much more of. That guy, the intensity every time he talked was so cool. And like the the thing I will say though, as much as I wanted to understand who these characters are more, you know, I got what they were trying to give me from each of them. Uh, but I do think I have to applaud they all learned ASL for this show, and that's yeah. super cool. Like everybody on that show, I bet you honestly that Vincent D'Onofrio did learn ASL so that he could talk to everybody. But Kingpin was not allowed to be that, and I really thought that was the coolest part of the whole. That show. was that was really, um, you know, when when you care for someone and they they have different needs than you in that respect. Like if you if you really do care for them, you you meet them where they're at, not the other way around, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, and, and it, I thought when she all of her family members, that. yeah did it yeah. and it's it's some do it better than others but they all do it and it's 
they're not annoyed, right? They're not, no one's ever like upset that they have to sign. It's just that's, yeah. how, that's how they communicate with her. But to see Fisk have his like little, uh, his assistant uh, this device, his assistant device. device is a Nobel Prize winning <laughs> communication he, device. I know, right? He made a head and earpiece slash uh, contact lens combo where the deaf person wears the contact and the speaking person wears the hearing earpiece. device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the earpiece. And it creates a an augmented reality situation where when they talk, uh, you see imaginary hands sign for the person. And it is as cool as that is, as cool as that is, it's not cool to get that from adopted dad, right? Like it's not like or uncle, whatever you want to call it. Like it's not it's not cool, man. It's not a very cool thing to 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 be like, why didn't you just learn it? You know, but I think that's probably why I still ended up feeling big feels when that show ended. Because I think they hit me in some really sweet spots there by like showing this complex relationship with the kingpin um, that she has. Because I think my favorite thing about this show is it added dimension to Wilson Fisk. Oh, hundred percent. Right? You get like, that that Thanos layer, like uh, when he kills Gamora, and the kind of flip side of the coin is he had to have loved her, yeah, to get the stone. And you get that that part with Wilson here where he. He loves Maya. Yeah. Like he and she you, is his daughter and you and you feel it. And the and crazy thing it. and the crazy thing about it is it's kind of implied that everything else that we know about him actually all still took place. But meanwhile, he had this special person in his life, right? Like and so like maybe she wasn't around at the time of the first Daredevil season, but she was there somewhere, right? Like we're well, timeline-wise, she was uh, uh, a child around the first Avengers movie. So, well, when did she fight Daredevil, though? She, so that's where the timeline gets a little screwy. If you go like by what the show implies, that fight took place during the blip, so sometime between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty-five. Oh. Um, they don't they don't say it uh but the dates they show up there that's when it would have would have happened gotcha okay Mm -hmm. okay well yeah i mean well if we want to want to swing back to wins that daredevil fight for me was um probably one of the best six minutes i don't think it's the best daredevil fight ever no one can be wrong i don't want to get that twisted but i do it's really good though that perspective of of uh from the, the the bad guy's point of view, let's say. Yeah. Like where you're just kind of doing your thing and it's it's like, oh I gotta go now. Like this is this is a totally different yeah <laughs> this dude will, will end me. Yeah. That that scene got me on board because it was a lot of clip show. But then I'm like, okay, well, obviously I have to finish all five episodes now because this scene was fantastic. And then it was kind of a bummer that no other scene ever matched the energy of that one. You know, like it's, there's some good fights. I, I will say she has some good choreography throughout the whole show. Um, well, she never fought anyone 
less skilled than her in that show. I don't think she did. I would argue that she didn't. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, she's always yeah, she's always like for for lack of a better phrase, she's yeah. always handicapped in some type of like she's tied up or she's she's locked in a room or something like that. And that's why she is not on equal footing. That's a bad one. Yeah. Um, why what? she's not on the same ground as as uh, as uh, whoever she's fighting. You know what cracked me up, which was a weird like. I don't know if it was intentional or like an accidental nod to the comics. Uh, when she started putting out all the lights after she oh, MacGyvered, a, after she MacGyvered a full-on dart gun, uh, I that part hurt my brain so much because I was like, okay, now you're really not picking a lane, guys. Like, is she a superhero because she can channel the ancestors to create like energy? Or is she a scrapper, man? She can throw down. Is she a superhero because she's MacGyver and she can literally build a gun out of nothing? Like that was just weird. Like she just felt like to you know, lack of a better word, like she was a super Mary Sue in that moment. Um, but the thing that cracked me up about that scene is like when she started shooting out all the lights, I'm like, but but how does that help you, girl? Like that's don't you need to see because you can't hear like and so it was weirding me out because that exact thing is how daredevil finally beats her in the comic books because when he realizes what's going on and she's matching him you know punch for punch kick for kick uh he finally sets a level well, uh, an uneven playing field for himself by whacking all the uh all the lights in the room with his baton and only then can he finally beat her so i was like this is a really weird choice that you're you're somehow showing that she's there's some light in there she's stronger if the lights go out i i, I was confused it looks by that cooler <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense because she needs she needs to be able to see clearly mm. That's kind of why I loved when she threw away the contact lens. I was like, get that out of your eye. That's not, that's got to be irritating the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> I I was also just concerned about how long it took her to get rid of that thing, considering it could have been a tracking device because it's clearly got Bluetooth somehow. I don't know how it does, but right. It has to communicate with the other yeah. piece. Well, he always so, knew where she was. It's like, it wasn't. That's true. He did always know where she was. That's like his superpower that, like he really did always find her every Small time. Town. I, I mean, I for her family, always knew where she was too. <laughs> yeah, but well, that, was, that was the cool part of it, though. But what does this context like add to you for for Kingpin? Like knowing that, like all of the Kingpin that we've ever seen, like he the whole time he had a he had an adopted daughter. He was he was caring for. I don't ever think he was uh, mustached twirly evil um right but yeah. this definitely takes it um it just takes that his his evilness down a notch but it, it makes him a better character right but but does it take it down a notch or wasn't the reason he chose to like really like her after that time where he beat the crap out of the ice cream guy and he he was afraid how she would react 
and then she walked up to the ice cream guy beaten to a pulp and she starts kicking him and i think that's when he looked at her and said oh man this girl is is just like me right i think that's what he always he always sees himself yeah. in her right and that's why that's why so does that make him less evil because he sees a little evil kid or, or is he evil in his eyes you're you're right you're right he is not evil in his eyes so yeah. no one's no one's a villain in it yet but i'm saying does that make him less evil to you no <laughs> No, I mean it's you got on face value. He he uh, he put a uh, disabled child through advanced schooling, expensive school, school. Expensive yeah. school to, to care of her. She's in private limos. You know, it's a any child to just be gifted uh, that type of education is is uh, you know a good deed. She was afforded a lot of of benefits for hanging out with wilson so like pre pre ice cream man beating so he's a good person that's, that's a, a, an evil person would do that that's fair that's fair all right then that's cool then i think that's that cool. that's where that's where this show succeeds is like taking this character that was already a beloved villain and then elevating him to the status where it's like hey your real villains they have a, a breadth of emotions right like they have the, they, they experience life the way we do mm -hmm. and so i think that's what makes kingpin the best mcu villain because he is terrifying at his worst right like at his worst he's like the the power that he exerts when he fights somebody is scary right mm -hmm. it's it's superhuman just about um it's like a gorilla pounding on somebody you know what it's I mean? all like muscle it's, yeah it's all muscle but then when you see that he has the capacity to love vanessa or to care for maya and and to feel like so much pain around around the death of his father and it's like, like this is a this is a delicious character man he's so amazing like to I just want to consume every bit of him every time he's on screen. And so I, I was very disappointed with his presence in Hawkeye. I thought it was just like too, too one, one note, too silly. He was but, just seasoning in Hawkeye. Yeah, but man, he, he is the reason you go watch this show. Like I, mm -hmm. I want to, I, I want to support, you know, uh, Alakwa Cox and I want to, I want to say, I'll keep watching anything echoes in. Sure, because it's true, I will, but I just I just I was hurt by a lot of the changes that were made to the character without understanding the whys of them and and why she needed to have superpowers it will always make me sad because I really enjoyed in the same way that I remember how I was super excited about the Mandalorian Cause I was like, we finally got a Star Wars show with no Jedi, and then damn Grogu <laughs> just becomes a part of the show, and like, and it's the same thing, right? Like, I was really excited to have this. Like, I love Daredevil, but like I said, he's a fake. He's kind of a fake disabled, you know. Like, and so I was really excited to have like 
a real disabled person just beat people by being by being underestimated all the time, right? Who's like, who's like the you have Echo, technically Daredevil, uh, Professor X. Am I am I missing am I missing any other ones? Um, I'm sure you are. Um, I'm trying to think. Yes, there is another Japanese kid in a wheelchair that becomes an X Man. Um, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, there's. I think Madam Web was blind. The 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 first Madam Web. Yeah, yeah, that. I think you're right. She's in the chair. That well, the chair is not. She's just in like a throne, but she is blind. But her eyes are covered, right? Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's Stick. other ones. Uh, uh, Stick is definitely blind. Yeah, like that's that's. I mean, Stick, Stick, Stick alone could have been like, you know, the reason Daredevil becomes awesome. But they wanted to make Daredevil also have superpowers with the, the, the ooze and stuff like that. And, you know, like, it, would it have been cool if, like, he's just this blind kid who who got taught by a ninja? Yeah, that would have been cool. That's kind of a little too uh, Asian fantasy, I guess, uh, Asian fetishization. But, but yeah, it's it's for me, that is why I loved Echo so much, because I was like, ooh. And she and she she beat the crap out of daredevil too and that was what was really fun to see to see like it's like um it's it's i don't want to say it's like kryptonite but it's it's like it's like when your evil twin shows up and is and knows everything that you that you yeah. know but they're also got that extra edge like that's what it's like when when echo first fights daredevil and i wanted more hints of that i don't really get why daredevil dipped out in the in the episode where they fight other than what i the way i i I take it is like he found someone on equal footing right because there's he does that kind of like chuckle when he's like yeah like oh shit she's like legit so at that point there's really nothing left to like investigate right so for him it's just get out of there yeah I guess so. I mean, it's also kind of if you, if you go by what he said, he's like, I was watching these guys all night, and you blew it. Dude, True. You he let was, some people. You let some people he, die, bro. I think he was just trying to let off some steam, and then when it got, it became apparent that this one was a little bit more than uh, he was ready to deal with. He took off. Yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, that was hilarious. That you know, like she, they completely ruined his stakeout. Um, yeah, like again, that was my favorite part of the whole show, and then Wilson Fisk was the other favorite part, and then uh, Uncle Henry, third favorite, like that guy. Go watch him, he, like He's his great. intensity. Yeah, but I will say the other fun thing about the show, which was that uh, we got about half the cast of Reservation Dogs, in <laughs> like or like a third of the cast, right? Probably like most of the speaking roles are people from Reservation Dogs. Yeah, that's like a, a very safe assessment. So um, that was it's, great. That show was great. Go watch it if you haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I was expecting uh Devery Jacobs to be more in the show. Like um that she Cody. plays the Lord. Yeah, she plays Cody in, in the what if that we saw like a couple weeks ago. 
Um, but I kind of just thought she would be in more of the show than she was. Um, so it was it was kind of weird how. I mean, she's like, if you're playing like, because she's kind of more on the, the rising Hollywood star type of part of her part of her careers. Um, Fair enough. Florence, Fair Florence enough. Pugh was not in uh, in Hawkeye a ton. Yeah, I don't want Florence, to. But Florence Pugh commanded the episode she was in. The episode that mac and cheese scene <laughs> is the best scene in all of Hawkeye. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, and and you know maybe maybe I shouldn't be comparing Florence to to Devery yet. So. Um, it's fair. It's it's fair. I I just I think I just wanted more because because I love her in Reservation Dogs. She's great. So I was with yes. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's a there's a lot to really dig into in these five episodes. It's not the longest commitment ever. I will say it's a weird choice that Disney has robbed our, our show of 14 weeks of content by dumping two seasons like back to back. What is this? Like what? I like, like it. I don't mind it. I don't. I really don't. Um, you know, it. I like. I'm a binger. Let me binge it all. Let me get it all there. I fair enough. Um, don't get me wrong. I love doing the show every week. Um, but you know, it's it's cool just to have this feast of content. To be fair, we're not getting much this year, right? We're getting that's what in I'm terms saying. of in terms of MCU, we're getting uh x-men some point um deadpool and agatha we're getting, we're getting x-men 97 this year too yeah. right x-men x-men deadpool agatha maybe a what is season three if they're implying that like it is it feels like that's going to be this year season three of, of what ifs feels very real um so well that's that's all the more reason i'm saying it, it's a weird choice that they chose to dump all of what if on us in a week and then all of echo on, on us in one day, right? Like that's, there was nine episodes of what if, and then there's five episodes of echo. We could have been talking about those. You could have had, and by we, I mean the fans, they could have had us talking about each episode for 14 weeks well, back to back. It's, while it's they a new buy themselves some time. We didn't talk before we, we touched on it. This show is M-rated. It's a M-rated show. It's kind of uh, we are in new territory in the MCU. Obviously, Deadpool three will be rated R, but this is kind of the first taste of uh, of blood. I mean, did well technically not if you add if you add if they added Punisher to the MCU. <laughs> I'm you know saying I mean. you know what I mean. Punisher, the Punisher, the Punisher guys. Gets face and raked it across a broken mirror yes and that is amazing when he does that it's it is awful um but yeah that's i think that's the other reason like i was weirded out by echo is because yeah every episode started with a mature content warning but i'm like i saw one guy spit blood out of his mouth one time like that that wasn't really i saw her break a guy's neck you know like it's I don't know. Like I feel like I it like was the the, I think I, content it, I've ever it, seen. It, it, I, I I'm sure it's by design, but I think the little extra blood, um, the language, 
don't know if they curse it on the show, did they? I think they say asshole maybe like once or twice. Oh, like it they, just it just makes it a you know. In fairness, like that's my biggest gripe with the Punisher. Like, is is he rakes dudes' faces across mirrors, and not a single person has the balls to ever say fuck, or 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 we'll scream fuck as his as his as his face is being torn apart. We got know? one F word last year, so I know I never blood this year. I don't think I ever would have guessed that Chris Pratt would get the first F word in the MCU. That's pretty weird to me, but okay. Yeah. Did you know that he's the voice of, uh, or he's the face of Fortnite in Korea? No, that's pretty funny though. That's a, that's a fat check. He is the, the, he does the commercials for Fortnite in Korea. Isn't that weird? Mm, I don't know if it's weird. They have a pretty, pretty good track record of hiring the most popular white guy celebrity to do ads. I just think it's funny that like they chose Justin Korea for him to be the, the like like what is it about the other countries that don't hire Chris Pratt to be their guy? Hey man, he costs too much here. I guess so. Well, that's the thing, right? Celebrities don't want to be doing ads in the US and that kind of part of the a lot of people go overseas to do their ads. I guess so. That's right. really funny. That's funny. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you from that. I just, I well, just, I, I think you know. we're, I think we're wrapping up here. Um, let's just tie tie a bow on it. Do you want more of Echo? And do you want more? Or the first, do you want an Echo season two, or do you just want more of Echo? I think I just want more of Echo. I don't really, I didn't really enjoy the, the supporting cast other than Uncle Henry. Um, I didn't really care about Biscuits and his dog, Willie Jack. Like, or sorry, Billy Jack. The, Billy Jack. The character, the character from Reservation Dogs is Willie Jack. Willie Jack. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't care about uh, Bonnie. I didn't care about, like, I liked that the, the grandpa was trying to hook up with grandma. That's cute. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care about them. Also, the grandpa can make so much money if he's making uh prostitutes. I know, like right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it, I think, and I rolled my eyes at grandpa for being able to do that because like, you know, it was, it's how often are we going to run into this, this situation where somebody just happens to know some superhero happens to know a guy that's really good at building like high tech weaponry or prosthetics or whatever you know like it's i would have preferred it if he if she kept the leg he made first i thought that was really cool that was real you know yeah. what i mean and then having kingpin give her the new leg in some form or fashion yeah it, that would that would yeah. that would make more sense because yeah, the leg it, he built is like top of the line <laughs> I know, I know. It's just, it's weird, but like I said, also I don't understand how she was able to build a full-on gun in the back of a skate rink. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't like there was the show it never like a gun per se, but it was more. Could like you a... build the thing she built? Uh, maybe. No, you couldn't. She took don't part even... a drill, made like a little like slingshot type thing. As fast, no. It was too much. Like it was too much. Um, oh. and yeah, anyways, you're asking me what I'd rate it. 
or or, or yes. what or, yeah. or what I want more I want, want more echo. More echo. You don't I want more echo because I because I like the representation. I really do. I love I love Alakwa Cox. I love I love seeing her kick ass. I just don't know that I need her hands to light up when she's punching things and stuff. Like I don't I don't know. I don't I don't need that. Like make that go away, please. Just make make her connection to the ancestors have a problem or something like that. Knock her on the head. She loses her memories. I don't know. Just just <laughs> let her be cool without the extra stuff like that's 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 all i want and i'm sure that's all she wants to put out there too is like let people see that she can just be badass without having superpowers mm -hmm. um and especially like function in the mcu you know what i mean like that's what makes the mcu interesting is like when you have people like hawkeye and and black widow that are on the team with the hulk and iron man and thor and captain you know, like it's weird to see that, but it's cool to see that there are some people that are just able to, 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 to hold their own. And so, um, that's why I want more echo. Um, I don't need more of her family. It just didn't do anything for me as much as I love those actors. Um, I don't, I don't think this was, I think I spent too much time considering like, is this awkward that Disney's like, exploiting these people to like you know I, it's it's a weird thing right because you whenever you see representation like this you know that the good outweighs the bad mm -hmm. but on on another token though like it is disney like a white you know a white run company profiting off of telling stories with native indigenous people you know what i mean it's, it's a touchy like, touchy subject i mean yeah you gotta you gotta uh, it's a fine line to cross because the yes, flip side of the coin is you're you're putting you're representing uh uh that part of our our community or the country on on a they're elevating their 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 platform right yes they're on a yes. a, 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 exactly. a globally streamed platform yes that has you know, prime time slots and billing. It's not something that's just like added on Netflix. Go right. find it, you know. So I'm I think the pros outweigh the cons, but it is weird to have the cons there. You know what I mean? Like because they are profiting off of this too. Right? Yeah, they're like, always they, gonna be cons. Like you never know. It's how weird much that we have yet to see an echo toy. There you go. I have a Lego, an Echo Lego uh, minifigure behind me, but where are my Echo? Uh, you have an legends? Echo minifig? That's badass. Yeah, it's actually the first mature rated, officially licensed minifig um, ever released. There's not a there's not a Punisher Lego. There's a Punisher comic Lego. So you get a comic book Punisher Lego. So you want to. What is the echo seen. from? From the show. Oh, it's from this show. Yeah. The next batch wow. of uh, minifigs cool. were all from Disney Plus. That's cool. All mm -hmm. right. All right. I can dig that. Yeah. You're right, though. But I will say this. If they make a figure of Echo, please do not give me the outfit that she wore at the end of the show. That is <laughs> ridiculous. I don't like that at all. I don't. I just like her simple, her simple outfit. They just look like she's ready to go kick ass. You know? I, I, I hope for everyone's sake they they give us 
probably her and her in the maroon the maroon outfit she wears most of it but yeah. with the ripped pant leg i want i want the leg i want the sculpted uh prosthetic there i just kept waiting for a reason to get a handprint on her face they just never <laughs> they never they never did they did it, it in the hawkeye right her dad puts his his hand on her face yeah that's well that's that's how it happens in the comics yes okay. Yes, the origin of Echo is very similar to the to, to what we've seen on the Hawkeye and and the show. So very very similar in, in that Kingpin's responsible for it, and and you know Dad dies, bloody hand on the face, and all all these things. That's all accurate, accurate. Everything that comes afterwards is not. So, what well, about you? What about you? I liked it. It's a good show. I I think I'm with you. I want more. More echo. I don't necessarily need an echo show, um, but I I do want more shows on this scale. I think that's my biggest takeaway. Um, you know, show me show me a very personal story uh, with Moon Knight where the world doesn't end, right? Show me something on this scope with. Uh, I think we're gonna get Daredevil's gonna bring it back around, right? Re- a little bit of return to form. But show me a Spider-Man story. Um, I I need a Spider-Man story with Wilson Fisk. Yeah, show me a Spider-Man so story with with bad. Kingpin, where Spider-Man's protecting. You know, now I think about it. Yeah, I guess uh, Homecoming. But show me Spider-Man saving New York City. You know, like. Well, there's a there's different ways to save New York City, and like I think when you're saving New York City from people like Kingpin. It's yeah. a far it's a far less visible thing. You're yeah, it's without learning. the spectacle for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because he, because you're you're removing excuse me, you're removing a cancer from the city and that's that's uh surgical more than you know, more than blunt force or explosion or whatever you want to call it, you know. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. I want that movie so bad. I want to see daredevil i want to see echo i want to see electra i want to see all these characters with spider-man trying to take down the kingpin possibly even punisher you know what i mean like that'd be that'd be great um but it doesn't need to be yeah it doesn't need to be on like the crazy scale that that no way home was where there's like a a plane with all of the craziest things ever and it's gonna crash in a new york no please don't don't do that (laughs) Yeah. Um, what did you you had a you had a movie you picked since we don't have Marvel or DC stuff coming? Yeah, up. we're going to next week. We're going to mix it up. We're going to talk about uh, is it 1993 uh, the movie Mars Attacks uh, by Tim Burton. Right. That was uh, I was very frightened of that movie as a kid. Um, I was really big, big in a sci fi and just the design of the, the aliens. That's awesome. Uh, ruined me. Uh, but I'm I've been told many times that it is probably one of the best horse movies ever. Um and uh I love to go watch it as an adult for the first time. Oh, so you haven't seen it in a long time. No, it's that's, been it's been a minute. That's cool. All right, I'm down for this adventure. And yeah, I think going forward for the next few uh weeks or months and stuff, like we might be not necessarily doing live shows all the time, but we will be doing shows where we revisit uh, classic, uh, classic stories from yeah, we gotta, one of our use. 
So if people in the comments have movies and, and or shows that they want to recommend to us, send them our let, way. Let us know what you want to watch. Because we have, yeah, like Dennis said, we have a few weeks to kill before we uh, watch it's Madam it. Web for you guys. Oh. So it's coming up here soon. Oof. All right. That's all I got. You just you just killed my spirit right there. Well, we gotta watch. I'll kill your spirit. Back. I'll kill this show. Uh, with that, true believers. Enough said. <laughs>